This is the Lifestyle as Medicine podcast, and I am Mike Riccio, longtime personal trainer, professional strength coach, gym owner, and most importantly, a devoted modern father and husband. I've been fortunate to learn under some of the most intelligent minds in health and fitness over the past 15 years, as well as work with amazing clients and athletes. What I've most fallen in love with over the years is the power we have over our lives, the power to decrease risk of disease and injury, the power to reach our true potential, the deep abilities the body is capable of when all aspects of health are working simultaneously. On this podcast, you will learn the importance of preventative health and how to optimize your habits to optimize your life. All right, listeners, here we go. Today, you are gonna hear from Tony Stubbs. Tony is a former professional football player who played overseas, uh, some arena, he played for Kansas. And at some point, Tony realized some important things about his own health that helped him transition from a football player into the health advocator, the lifestyle habit changer, and just overall motivator that he is today. Tony talks a lot about doing the best you can every day with the time you have. And what you're going to hear in this episode today is just that. Can you do seven minutes of something? Can you get rid of your excuses? Can you ditch the justifications? Because if you can, if you can just buy into doing the little things, it expands into so, so much more. This is one of those episodes that you might want to re-listen to a few times every time you need a new kick in the butt, every time you need a motivation. And if that's the case, reach out to Tony because he's also just someone you probably need in your corner. So without further ado, listen in. As always, please rate, review, look up Tony, look up his stuff because he's got a lot of great stuff outside of what we get into on this episode. Um, But as always, listen and enjoy. All right, listeners, we are on, and I am here with my my new buddy, Tony, who, let me tell you before we start, last time I talked to Tony, I thought like I could run through walls for about three hours after. It ended up being one of the most productive days I've had in two weeks. So uh, just heads up, you're, you're, you're going to want to conquer the world after this conversation. Um, Tony, seriously, though, man, thank you for being on. Oh, uh, man, I appreciate you having me on, Mike. I really do. We're, we're going to have some fun today. So uh, if you, before we kind of kick into the official topics. Talk about yourself. You know, what, what's your background? Why, why are we here today? Okay. Well, uh, my name is uh, Tony Stubbs. I'm originally from West Palm Beach, Florida, born and raised. Um, went to uh, the University of Kansas on a football scholarship, majored in sports management and administration. Continued my football career uh, playing a little arena football and also playing overseas. Then from there, had to make a decision to hang up the cleats and figure out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So um, I decided that, uh, you know, I love helping people. Uh, I love being around people. And um, I decided to take the route of the fitness, healthy lifestyle journey where um, I have what is called the TTF movement, the Total Transformation Fitness Movement. And um, ever since then, I've just been just going around to pretty much all around everywhere and just wanted to just help people inspire if it's just mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is, if they can just take just one thing from me, I'm good to go. And I don't and I don't need to get the credit for it. You, you don't have to never tell me that I inspired you per se, because um, at the end of the day, as long as you move towards your goals, I'm good. Uh, you know, I love that. We I, there's a couple of books on this. I love it. But we we are not supposed to be the stars of the show. Right. Any good trainer. The client's the star. They, they do the work. They're on screen. We're we're just kind of along for the ride, you know. <laughs> and as long as we do our little part, everything should work out okay. Absolutely. Let's uh. So let's kind of go in chronological order here. Let's. I want to kick off with with your football career because it's it's what it's impressive. But you and I talked a little bit about your habits while being a player. Mm. So, you know what what was your level of you know on the field in the weight room in the, in the film room, you know, where were your passions when you were a player? Ooh, well, my passions when I was a player, honestly, I, I just wanted to play. Like I was outside in the backyard or on the street. I, I just wanted to play. I mean, once I started to realize what really got me was when I got to college and realized that this was a job. I was yeah. like, 
I got to do all this to actually play. I just want to go out and play. So learning those things and understanding that, you know, there's certain things that you got to do. I mean, you just can't depend on your gifts. You really have to, let's say, practice or learn those skills. And me, by learning that, I just transferred that into the fitness world because it's pretty much the same thing. You, If you don't know what you've done before, I've never worked out. You got to learn those new skills mentally first because I had to make a decision that I wanted to play football and do the necessary things because if I wouldn't have made that decision, I wouldn't have played, I wouldn't have started, and I wouldn't have had those opportunities to like go overseas and play. So I just transfer that over into the fitness world. See, I like that. How do you think, you know, I, I, I see similarities in, you know, call it the average person's job, you know, the, the accountant, the, you know, where maybe we are, we're hyper-focused on what we're good at, but, but it's hard for us to get into the back end stuff. So, you know, you, you joked, you, you made the Allen Iverson reference <laughs> when you first talked, which uh, listen, if my listeners don't understand that, go look up Allen Iverson's practice speech. Right. Practice speech. That's you'll, it. you'll get it. You'll get it if you listen to it. Right. Most people should probably get that. But you know, you said you were kind of in the same boat, right? You know, you can go out and play. You had the talent to do so. So the the back end work was a little harder. Yes. Both in people's jobs now and in fitness, sometimes that's the same thing. At least I see that where people want to come in, they'll come do the workouts. You know, they get into the workout with you, right. but it's like, well, but the kitchen is a little tough. <laughs> the the relaxation time, getting themselves to de-stress, finding time to sleep, putting the TV away. Mm-hmm. It's hard. So I, there's a similarity, right? So do you use your experience as an example with the people you work with now? Yes, I do. And um, I, I give the example because a lot of them ask me, you know, why you didn't go to the league and all that? Because, you know, you seem like, you know, you were real good. I said I was, but I didn't take the necessary steps, the extra steps to get there because a lot of a lot of us players will blame everybody else and play victim to us not getting to the league. Oh, well, the coach didn't do this for me or I didn't, you know, just making up all these excuses. So I, I came to realize that I knew, I knew what it was and I knew in the back of my mind because at at first, I was trying to blame everybody and be like, yeah, yeah, they, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm really not doing enough to get there. So once I realized I took responsibility and I realized, all right, uh, I'm not just going to keep dragging this thing out, acting like I want to go to the league. Yeah. When in all honesty, I'm pretty much over it because I just want to have fun and I just want to enjoy the ride. So that's what pretty much happened. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, what a, what an impressively self-aware decision to say, I'm going to acknowledge, call it a weakness. It's not a weakness, but you know what I mean? For lack of a better word, you know, what's not a strength. You know, I know what I don't enjoy about this process. If I don't nail that part, I'm probably not going to take the next steps. So I've got two decisions, right? I got to grin and bear the part I don't enjoy, or I have to figure out what's next. Correct. So, so at one point, did you make I mean, you, you just kind of said you made the decision, but at what point did you actually say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go a different direction? And, and, and then to follow up to that, uh-huh. how did you know what you wanted the next step to be? Okay. Well, I knew when I was overseas because uh, it was, uh, yeah, I was about to turn 30 or I had just turned 30. And um, I was playing overseas. I had known them once um, I had left Amarillo because I got cut from Amarillo, like right at the end of the season. And she was like, I called the coach up in Serbia and I was just like, look, I need some help. He's like, look, man, you can come back and play these last six games. Uh, fly me up there. So okay. during that time, the process, I, I kind of knew that it was getting ready to end because I was just like, OK, 30 now. And also my parents were like, look, we've supported you. <laughs> you have to like, you know, what, what's going to happen? So, you know, certain things were about to get cut off. <laughs> so it was like, okay, now I got to really start taking responsibility for, you know, what's going on. Cause I'm very grateful to have both my parents in the house where they took care of me and uh, they definitely supported everything that I did. So I'm very grateful for that, that I could do other things and not have to per se worry about other things. So um, from there, once they had, dad was like, look, we're getting ready to cut you off. <laughs> that kind of yeah. pushed it up a little bit like, okay, well, all right. I, I knew it was coming, 
And uh, as soon as he said, I already had told him, I said, look, uh, I've already got it in my mind to make that decision to hang up the cleats. And uh, from there, I was just like, all right, <laughs> what to do next? Because I honestly, right. I was like, what's next? So from there, I uh, moved to Houston because I was staying with my parents for a little bit. But there was just certain things going on in the hometown. And I was just like, I got to go. I, I can't I can't stay here. So I know I won't move like I'm supposed to because my parents like they still live in the same house, <laughs> got the same phone number. They've been married for 43 years. Yep. So that's home. Like it's, it's too comfortable, too comfortable for yeah. me. And my parents would think or my mom would think, oh, he doesn't want to stay with us and all that. I, I'm sorry, mom. I'm a man. Like, I love you. But. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just being there was just too comfortable for me. And then I moved to Houston. And from there, I've just been moving forward with what I had, what I'm currently doing. And that's uh, to really just put this movement out here of the fitness overall lifestyle, not just the fitness, but the overall lifestyle. Of it. I, well, and, and again, very self-aware of you to understand like, you know, the limitations of the environment, which you're, yeah, we joke about the neighborhood I grew up in all the time that no one leaves. And if you leave, you, you end up coming back. Right. Like it's just, it's just kind of what happens, you know, and those of us that did eventually venture out, you know, just got so much shit for it, you know, that eventually. <laughs> so before we move, before we transition here to, to what you're doing now, you know, I've had a couple, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in this network a little bit with the, with the, the, the overseas basketball group. Mm. I've also had a couple guests on that happened to play. You know, that lifestyle is tough yes. as it is. Yes. You know, it's, uh, and for any of you, know, maybe newer listeners that don't understand, imagine every year, every three months, really, your job's being reevaluated and you, you may not have a job again. Imagine never having security because the overseas market, it is very rare you even get a two or three year confidence that you're going to be in one place. Most of it is year to year, right? Yes. It is year to year, and then it's only a certain amount of imports that can go. Because for us, there was only allowed three imports on the team. Like, the, the Serbians had to play on the team. You couldn't have all these yeah. <laughs> Americans over here playing. So to be those three picked and being chosen every year, I mean, it's difficult. Like, you got to produce. Uh, at the end of the day, I mean, they're literally – Flying you up. I I say I went on a football scholarship again. I just didn't have to do the schoolwork. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. That's what it was for me. I, I wasn't getting paid this crazy money because everybody automatically thinks, you know, when you're playing a league right. or what I tell people, I said, unless you're playing in the NFL, you know, Canadian, uh, but the top is the NFL. If you're if you're not there, I don't know who or what y'all are thinking when y'all think we got all this money. You know, so and yeah. people don't understand that, like a lot of us do it for the love to the point that you will play for pennies. Yeah. OK. And beat yourself up for this stuff because you don't want to leave the game because uh, the majority of us who play the game already know it's not going to last long. You one play away from it being over every single time. Right. So you are risking it every time. So why? Yeah, I mean, there's still some playing right now. Like that, or my, they got these other leagues, and they're still playing because they're like, they still have it in them. Like, I'm going to the league. I'm going to the league. Like, yep. And it's just in them. So yeah, I, and you know, and 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 God bless the ones that want want to say, I'm going to keep rolling the dice on myself right. and the one percent, you know. But it's a big roll of the dice because in the meantime, you're you're not back here working, you're not creating a resume. You know, you're not, you know, that kind of stuff is stuff you're, you're really, I don't say risking, but kind of. Yeah. I, Cause I, I mean, well, you know what? I can't say I wasn't doing anything because during the off season I was working for the school. So I've been working um, in the education field for over 15 years. Cool. So from a behavioral uh, intern to uh, shoot, doing lunch duty, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and to being a dean and being an academic coach where um, I was an academic coach at the University of South Florida for two years for the cool. basketball and football team. So during the offseason, I was doing something. But uh, I, I honestly, if I was in the league, I had been nothing but eat, sleep, shit, football. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. But um, 
it didn't happen that way. And there was a reason the route that I took. And I mean, I've met a lot of, lot of great people um, that were, I mean, just such as yourself. I mean, if I hadn't been on the path that I was on now, the great things that I've been through, accomplished, would have never happened. So I'm very grateful. Very cool. Very cool. Well, and your attitude is, it's <laughs> contagious and I love it. And that let's go. So let's, let's kind of switch into there. All right. You know, so <laughs> you, you hang up the cleats, you know, where, where did you think your fitness path was going to go? Where did it start? How did you kick it off? And did you have any vision of what you wanted to grow at the time? Well, actually, it started off with me doing network marketing. So um, okay. got introduced uh, to a, a company, a health and wellness company, because at that time I was currently taking high blood pressure medicine. And of course, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I started doing that. And I, I, of course, I needed to find something to get the nutrition that my body needed because I knew I was not getting that. So once I found this company, I said, perfect, let me. Let me do what I need to do for this. Let me see what these 90 days are going to happen. And I was very fortunate to get off of it because I started making certain decisions in my life of me not being on two forms of medication. For some of y'all that don't know that I was actually on blood pressure medication while I was playing football. So I was popping pills before the games. So I'd share with people, just imagine what I was thinking. I mean, slight depressed because I'm just like, damn, I'm in shape, but I'm not healthy. Like what's going on with me? And I got to pop these pills and go out and produce at the same time. So you got all this going on, trying to figure out what to eat. You know, you're like, what is wrong? Like, what did I do? Like, what am I doing wrong? And just having all this stuff going on was just real, real challenging. So for me to be where I am now, once again, very grateful that, you know, just to have the mental mindset of getting up out of it because like you said it's hard like if you're in a depressed state it's it's real hard to get up out of there so that's why i always have these positive energy and i immediately switch it up if i if i'm getting angry or whatever it is i I try to flip it and try to make myself laugh because i'm just like i'm not about to be in this state because before you know it, you're immediately going to be tracking that energy and i don't need that energy around me i love my peace and i love my peace and my love so yeah Yeah. i'm I'm all about that so that that's one thing is having my energy and the mental understanding of what i need to do so yeah well if i can go back for a second you you made a really good point you were in shape but you weren't healthy Mm -hmm. i think i think a lot of people don't separate those two things where especially athlete or not if people look a certain way we assume health and vice versa Correct. You know, there, it, you can be to a certain level of maybe uh, not, not obese, obviously that, that is always unhealthy, but there, you know, you can be to a certain level, not look very thin and be internally the picture of health and live until you're 95 without right. any issues, you know, so things don't always match. So for you, you're, you know, what, in your late twenties when you're diagnosed with, with high blood I pressure? I was diagnosed at 22. 22. So, so what happened was okay. I, I thought, <laughs> so, you know, when you're in college, you got the regimen, you, you know, you got your coach, everybody's on you, you know, certain foods you're eating and all that. And literally, you know, it was, like I said, eat, sleep, football mm-hmm. all day, every day. So me trying to eat the way I was eating for football, but I wasn't doing all the workouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause remember we were working out all day, every day. And right. That minimized that how it was so much. I went down to, you know, half of what I was doing and eating the way I was eating over here and trying to bring it over here immediately caught high blood pressure. I had no problem. Like when I say I was healthy as a, well, I don't know what's the healthiest thing as an animal. (laughs) I was healthy. Like I had no issues, no high blood pressure, no nothing. But soon as I did what I did, and wasn't keeping up with my regimen, immediately I got high blood pressure. And I had to take start taking two pills. So what was the first thing you changed? What was the first specific health thing you changed? Was it a specific food? Was it a rest thing? What, what, what was it? Stop using salt. Stop putting extra salt. Like if it was already seasoned, I 
salt. I, I stop. I currently don't put salt on nothing. I put pepper. I put maybe a little garlic powder. So it just all depends on what it is. But me just putting the salt and like, oh, I need a little bit more salt. I, I stopped that. And that immediately, like, made a change for me. Interesting. Yeah. Just stop. Just stop putting extra salt on it. Let's just start there. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it, it's a sensitive system sometimes. You really don't know really what's, what's causing an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's interesting. I, that, that, was, that was the, the first thing because I, I knew I was always putting that extra salt on there trying to, you know, season it up. I need to do that. So right then and there, I immediately stopped putting it. I said, that's the first thing I can start doing. Yeah. All right. So when you're with your clientele, if, if I'm, if, if this call is your, it's a new client call and I'm coming in, what's your approach with me on the first day? What, you know, what are things you want to find out about your newest client? What are some of the questions you ask? Well, uh, you know, I'll get to, you know, just know them a little bit, you know, family, you know, they, you know, have children, they married or whatever, because we, we got to figure out what's going on. I'll ask them, usually, what is it that you want to do? Why are you here? Why have you decided today was the day that you wanted to talk to Tony Tony today? Yeah. Yeah. Run it down to me. You know, usually they'll say, oh, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to da 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 Like, okay, you want to lose weight. We understand that. That's why you're here. But we need to get to the root of the problem of why you are where you are. Because we have got to dig that root up and we got to plant a new seed in your mind. Because physically, we we can, I'm not worried about that. We got to mentally get you there because you're already out of sync. Because you mentally made a decision somewhere back in your past that it, it was okay for you to do what you're doing right now. So we, we've got to dig deep of what it is because it's not today. It's from way back where you was looking in that mirror because everybody looks in the mirror every day. Yeah. And you're making a decision because you look, you be hmm, just a little bit out there. It's all right. You know, I still look good. Like, and you make it okay where while you was doing all that, trying to figure it out and all that you could have literally did 10 squats right there in the bathroom so i tell people you there's little things that y'all could be doing you think you have to do this full workout like a one to two hours like you're competing and that's not the case if it's about you being having a healthier lifestyle let's start with seven minutes like i said let's just start with 10 squats you in the bathroom while you're sitting there looking at yourself you need to be squatting like, damn, I'm fine. I'm about to get fine. I'm about to get these legs right. Because usually you're looking at something on your body you don't like. Right. And you're giving yourself all these excuses in the mirror that it's okay when you know it's not okay because you don't like it. But then somewhere in your mental mind, you're like, okay, I'm going to just roll with it. It, it. It's cool. It's cool. Even though you know you don't like the way it looks, but you, you'll, you'll just let it go. Yeah. Well, and I, and I like that, you know, we're, we're extremists just as a, as a general rule of society, you know, a lot, we have a lot of people that come to us and if they can't do it all, they won't do anything. It's, it's, it's either a hundred yeah. or it's zero no, or nothing. And I'm yeah. like, y'all gotta get that out your mind, man. Like yes. I don't have 30 minutes. And I always say seven to 30 minutes because usually at today's age, a lot of people don't have an hour, 45 minutes to an hour per se. Right. It's just on the go, on the go. So I, I, I steadily preach the seven to 30 minutes because it depends on the day. It depends right. on your lifestyle because my lifestyle is completely different than Mike's or anybody who's out here listening to this podcast. So you have to figure out if all you got is seven minutes that day, do the seven minutes because Everybody be looking at me all crazy when I say seven minutes. And I'm like, what's wrong with seven minutes? Like, oh, I can do that. that, that this and that. I say, oh, can you? Well, you haven't started yet. So let's start with you just doing some squats. Let's just start with you doing some push-ups, getting you into the habit of understanding. Let me do something instead of just sitting there saying, well, since I ain't got the 30 minutes or an hour, I won't do nothing. When you could literally be sitting there watching TV during a commercial break holding a plank for 30 seconds. You done done something. You're, you're, you're doing something. So I, I just preach, do something. <laughs> yeah. Do something. No, uh, it, absolutely. And we see over and over again, how much time tends to expand. Hmm. If people just start doing the seven minutes, 
it becomes 10, it becomes 15. And out of nowhere, a year down the line, they're going, I can't believe I'm somebody that works out an hour a day, seven days a week. Time shifts, priorities shift. Things work their way out that you didn't even know you were spending time on. We become more efficient and we get through things quicker. Like there's so many ways that, that time can become our friend when we thought it was our enemy. Right. So it's about giving yourself the opportunity to just fit it in as a concept. If fitness comes in seven minutes a day, it'll grow. It's never going to stay at seven minutes. Never, never, never. You might, you might go the other direction. You might quit it. That, you know, unfortunately that does happen, but the odds are you start feeling good at seven. You're going to do an extra set that got you to nine. And before you know it, you're doing an extra little super set. And all of a sudden I'm at 15 and and then, and then you're buying a gym membership and, uh, (laughs) and there you are, you know, so. Hey, have your own gym in the house. Like, I, I mean, yeah. you'll you'll want to do something because you know for a fact that it's making you feel good and you're restoring that energy that you're giving away. I tell people you'd love to get everybody's like, I'm all I'm all about giving, 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 giving. I, I get it. I'm, I'm all about giving, too. But you got to give to yourself, too. So how are you recharging your batteries to keep giving all this energy that you're giving? Yes. That's it. So just charge it. Let's go. (laughs) It's it's such a feedback loop because you're right. It's, and and you brought up the other day, you know, the, the plane analogy, you know, the well-known plane analogy of put your mask on first, which I love. Yes. Yes. That is. But, but when you do that, you have energy for, I'm a, I'm a better father when I work out. That's a common message I've had on this podcast. When I am the better version of myself, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better business owner. I'm better to my staff. I'm better to everybody when I take my time that I should. Correct. And then when that happens, it tends to feed back in me wanting spending more time. So it just, it keeps going back and forth. It's about you, you spoke the other day and you're absolutely right about speaking things into existence. But I think equally important is acting things into existence. Saying things is one thing, but when we start doing that, that really goes somewhere. Absolutely. You know, I know it's a common message for you. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I've, I've been more aware of what I say. And what I speak, because like they say, it's very powerful. They say life and death is in the power of the tongue. And that holds very true. And um, I I put a lot of energy into when I say I'm prosperous, I'm abundant, I'm loving, I'm caring, I'm peaceful. Don't get me wrong. I I am imperfect. I I never claim to be perfect, but I, I strive to be the best version of me. Yep. And this, I, I still mess up. I, I sin just like the next person. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I'm doing my best to be my best. So I, I speak it every day. Like when I, I say it, I'm, I'm sexy. I'm, I'm handsome. Like I, I say all these things. I'm a king. Like I say this to myself because if I'm not saying it to myself, how I expect you to say it to me or look at the version of me because I believe I am royalty. Absolutely. So who who's going to tell me I'm not <laughs> only I can tell myself that now everybody can say, Oh, you ain't this, you ain't that. But I don't attract that because That's I don't right. believe that. That's right. Cause you get, you're getting what you put out there. So you're not getting that negative because you're not putting out something negative. Absolutely. I want people who smile, who, who has a good time is loving, caring. Like I'm, I'm all about that at the end of the day. Cause I want yes. that energy around me. Yes. And you know, I, I, and I like the messages uh, of general, not, not yours of, you know, the circle you keep and don't keep negative around you. And I, and I agree. And that's great advice. Don't. However, sometimes if you only have negative around you, ask yourself why you attracted that in the first place. Cause you might've been the original problem. Well, you're probably saying, you're probably saying something like this. Why does this keep happening to me? Uh, Cause you keep asking for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cause yes. you're asking the wrong questions. Yeah. You're asking the wrong questions and whatever you're doing to get that nigga, you're taking some action towards that negative action. Yes. You know, after we hung up the other day, I, I thought about, I have a couple former clients that I've used this tactic with mm. where there are those people every time. I'm like, Hey, how was, how was nutrition last week? Well, this <laughs> happened and that happened. And you know, and all, you get the, the 20 minute response, <laughs> right? you know, back. So I made a rule okay. and it worked. I said, for now on, we, you can give me one word answers. All you can tell me is you, whether you did it or you didn't. Mm. You can't tell me why. You can't <laughs> tell me why it didn't happen. 
did you stick to your workout plan yesterday? No, but no, (laughs) that's it. That's all you can say is no, that's it. And the reason it worked is when, when you take away people's justifications that really it's their their own excuses for not doing it valid or not. Mm -hmm. When you take away the ability to, to share those justifications, the justifications stop working for yourself. Cause if you can't voice them out loud to somebody else, you don't believe them yourself. Mm. I, I, I stumbled upon this as an accident once and it works so well that I've used it over and over of to myself. If I can look back at my plan for the day and at, you know, if I, you know, when I, I go in and out of journaling, which I should do more, <laughs> right. but you know, 9 PM, if I go back into my journal and say, okay, here's what I want to do today. Did I do it? And if all I can do is say yes or no, the no sucks without, without the justification. It is terrible. Cause then I, I know. And now, now no makes you sound like a bad person or a failure. Like, like, Oh no, I just, I just had a bad day. It doesn't matter why. That's a, that's a good thing. What what you do with your clients. I'm going to actually start doing it as well too, because um, you, you really stop them from speaking life to it. Yes. Stop them. And for you to immediately stop them to click, like, that's it. Like, there's no excuse. Like if you didn't do it, you just didn't do it. Like I'm not about to sit here and believe that's it. It's over. You done, you done missed the day. You can't do no more. Like your life is over. Like, right. I'm, oh, right. It, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Not. I miss days. Like, I, I mean, I, I tell people like people, I mean, people really think I'd be in the gym one hour, two hours, just oh, let's go. I'm in the gym. Let's go. I'm a, Cause I got all this energy. And it's like, no, that is not the case. I do seven to 30 minutes. You may, if it's a good day and I'm just feeling it. Okay. Maybe you might get an hour out of me. Cause I'm just like, let's go. Right. But no, you're only going to get 30 minutes out of me. I don't really like the gym like that. Honestly, if I could have what I have now and it stayed away, it stayed and me stay healthy this way, I wouldn't touch no gym. I, I, I would not do push-ups. I, I wouldn't. But I know for what I want to do, the type of things I want to eat in a certain way I want to look, I realized, oh, okay, I need to do a few push-ups. Okay, I do need to do a few sit-ups. Oh, they're going to have, oh, let me get, let me see if I can get another one. And that's all I did. I mean, I just did, did a little something each day or that's every right. other day. That's right. And now at the end of your day, you can mark off yes. Yes. <laughs> did I do I my, did. did I take care of my health today? I did. Yeah. I, I literally say to myself, because I, I preached everybody seven minutes, I, I say it to myself every day, especially like, if I maybe like went out and it was like a late night or whatever and I need to regroup, but I know I need to get these seven minutes cause I'm about to go out again because <laughs> right. I got something going on that day. I literally would get my seven minutes in. Like I will knock it out because I'm like, okay, at least I did something. I can leave here and then not feel guilty. Like, dang, I could have done those seven minutes right then and there if I just yep. would have went ahead and knocked it out. Yes. And there is always a way because your body moves. You You don't need anything. I used to do a segment. I still do it, but you know, I'm home with my kids every Wednesday and I've got two young boys. They're, they're right now three and two. Ooh, okay. So they're young. That's a, that's some so energy right there. They, they are for sure. <laughs> and yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But you know what? I, I find ways to use it and I plan my workouts for the week around it. They love sitting on my back while I do pushups. They love it for them. It's a roller coaster ride and it's a hell of a workout. Yes. They love if I sit there and do a bunch of squats and then put them up to the ceiling. They think it's the funnest thing in the world. So for me to do four sets of 15 is real easy because it's a, they, it's a blast. But kids especially are used as a big excuse to not take care of yourself. Absolutely. And it's the worst one because worst. In, my, in my mind, every time I use them as an excuse, I'm also not being a good example. You know? But I guess the point being, long story short, is you know, I, I, did a, I did a video once on I load the dishwasher for, you know, for you know, a quarter of it. And did 15 body squats. Mm. Load the rest of it, did 15 body squats. Closed the dishwasher, did 15 body squats. Vacuumed a little bit. You know, like, it's not hard to fit in movement. And when it comes to health, that's it. Just keep moving. moving. Yeah. It's just like, even with a car. I I tell people, some of y'all treat y'all cars better than y'all treat y'all bodies. Yeah. Y'all y'all see that engine light come on, boom, I'm I'm to the the store. We got to change, make sure, because... You yep. already know if you don't change that oil, that engine will blow up. Yeah, right. You got to get a whole nother car. Yeah. Like, what are y'all? 
<laughs> like, what are y'all yeah. doing? Like, the mind, I know you got the mindset, right? Especially if you got a job, if you got right. a car, like the phone. And the reason I'm saying this is because if you got all these things and you're doing that, you are doing something to get these things. So I know you got the discipline because you get up to go to your job every day, right? Because you know, if you don't go, you can't pay them bills. That's right. And you can't do certain things that you want to do. So I know you got the discipline. You're intentionally not doing it. Yes. And people need to take responsibility for their actions. If you take responsibility, it's you. It's not the kids. It's not everybody else. It's not your job. It's you. Yep. Yep. And and that's just what it is. I can motivate you all day. I can get you hyped all day. That's going to run out. You got to inspire yourself. You got to talk to yourself. You got to say these same things that I'm saying to you. Hey, I love you too, but you got to love you. I I love myself so much to the point, yes, people want to love on me because I love me. Yes, I say it in the mirror. I look at myself and I be like, dang, I love me. You dang all right, I do. And I say it with pride, with energy, because I do love me. Because don't nobody else, nobody else is not going to love me. Yes. Like I love me. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. Except, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and I get it that if some people, if you hate your job, sometimes you exhaust that part of yourself that can force yourself into activity. If I have to force myself through an eight to 10 hour shift every day, sometimes I don't have what it takes to then force myself again into the gym or to the workout and then force myself again into going to school at night because that would eventually give me the better opportunity. So I, I get it. I do understand mental exhaustion. Yes. The fact still comes down to a change is needed. So maybe the first change is actually maybe we gotta maybe we gotta seek out a better job environment. Oh, or, or, I was just about to say that. You know, or or even you know, sometimes you have to change it. So because I get it. Some people are thinking, well, it's not that easy to just quit a job. Yeah. You know, of course not. And I'm not, please don't quit your jobs. <laughs> but you know, but maybe it's can I talk to my boss and figure out a way to make my environment better? Can I make myself not hate where I go eight hours a day? Because if I come out of that shift a little bit more positive with a little more energy in my tank, maybe now that decision to do a little more at night isn't so difficult. But I think it takes that discipline, that awareness to take a step back and not just look at the hour that you think you need to be spending in fitness. It's (laughs) can I look at my scope of the, the 16 hours that I'm awake? What does that entire scope look like? And how is one segment affecting another? And if you can start doing that, you can start deciding, well, what is really the main rock that I have to move to get me out of my own way? Correct. But, that, but that's hard to do that. It's, it is. It's hard. Very, very. I, I, I totally agree. Like, um, I have a, a client right now where um, we're, we're working on the mindset of just doing 25 push-ups a day. Um, and it's, it's not hard. Like, I I believe it's one of the most simplest things that you can do just to start seeing a transformation in your body. But the mindset of doing it, like, it don't even take, it'll take you 30 or 40 seconds. I'll give you a minute. You can't do 25 pictures. That's it. That's all you need to do for today. I'm I'm not asking you to do this every hour. I'm just asking you to do this one time out the day. It's still tough. For my client to do it because they, they they got a lot going on like i i know they got a lot going on yeah but they know now because they've done it before where they have done the 25 push-ups they can do it and they know that and they're actually seeing some type of result because with them taking what they're taking and doing that it's like i, I told you you can see it but you got to keep doing it because he hit right. me one day say oh i missed a couple of days i said Come on. I said, listen, man. I said, you can literally sit there while you're watching that playoff game and do 25 push-ups. Yes. And I and I know that you're watching the game because I was watching the game with you the other week. Yeah, right. Right. So don't sit here. And you were sitting, chilling, relaxing. When you literally commercial break, you can knock it out in the commercial break. Be yep. done. And be done. That's it. Yep. And go about your business. Yeah. So, and, and, and again, it's the bigger message. Cause I know there's some people maybe listening that think 25 pushups won't do a lot for me. It's, it's not, it, it is about 25 pushups, but it's bigger than that too. It's, <laughs> I, it's the acceptance of what you said. It's, I learned that I can do it. So if I can do that, well, maybe I can do one other thing. And then, Oh, maybe I can do one other thing. It's the domino effect. 
but it's taking off the small nibbles. It's, it's, it's the low hanging fruit mentality. I don't need to aim for the top fruit yet. I don't have to go get the ladder and climb the tree and camp there for the night. I don't have to do all that. If I can just grab the low fruit, eventually I'll I'll start getting to that top layer. I got to just grab, grab the low fruit first. Just grab that. Just grab that and just work your way because it's guaranteed that you're going to improve. That's why I tell people, you, you're not going to sit here and tell So I say for this, men, start off with 25 push-ups. Ladies, it's usually the abs or the legs. Do 20, 20 to 25 squats. Just start doing that. Yes. I, I tell and especially if you're obese, you got enough weight on you to, to work it down. Just start doing that. I, I guarantee if you do something every day, you will start seeing a difference. Your body has no choice. That's right. No choice. That's why your body's looking the way it's looking right now because you gave it what you gave it and it's looking the way it's looking because of what you put in it. Right. And you didn't do nothing. You just let it just let it go. Right. So why don't you put it back together? <laughs> yes. And work it slow. 20 squats, ladies. Come on. I know you can do it, ladies. I know y'all hear me. Yep. Okay. Okay. Fellas, yeah. 25 push-ups. <laughs> I guarantee that any of your people listening that did this for seven days straight, are, right now they're nodding because they know they said after after that week passed, I started doing more. Started I, doing I, more. I guarantee I, they're all nodding right now as they listen to you. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. it it's it's I, I, I tell people, you are guaranteed success if you don't quit. Yeah. I don't care if you miss a whole week. I don't care if you miss two weeks. That's right. Don't say, well, I got to start all over again. No, not necessarily. Just continue, get back. Just get back to it because a lot of people get in their mind like once they stop, it's it's over. Like I, I can't I can't go back to doing it again. And it's like, why? I miss days. Things happen. Life happens. And it is okay. But don't make that excuse of not doing nothing. My whole thing is doing nothing. Like the whole nothing thing just blows me that you yes. won't do nothing. Right. This yeah. Especially when you're voicing that you do want change. It'd be different if you said, I'm doing nothing, but I also don't want to change well, anything. Right. Well, then, it, then I guess you're doing all you got to do. <laughs> right. If you, if you are, and I tell you, if you're happy, you're content where you are and you're not complaining, hey, do you. I'm, listen, I will yes. put piss. If you're overweight and you loving it, hey, Boom, boom. Good for you, partner. Live your life long as you happy. But if you complaining and you're not just doing a little something, I'm sorry. I I I can't no longer feel bad for you, especially if you're listening to this, because you can do something. But you have got to make that decision, just like you've been making all the decisions before. Like you you don't put your kids over nothing. Right. I get that. But you need to put yourself over your kids because you're the one that had the kids and you're the one that's giving to these kids, you have to put yourself first. Just like, you know, I explained with the plane. You have to put your mask on first before you help the other person because you're like helpless to me. If you put my mask on first, you go. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, and, right. I, and I share with people, if you're the breadwinner, if you're the mom and the dad, and you're doing all this and you're the one, you really need to take care of your life. Because once you go down, who's taking over next? That's right. Because everybody loves giving me that excuse, too. Yeah, I call it an excuse. That should be even more of a reason why I need to do seven minutes. That's right. Shoot. That's yeah. right. I, I, do, I could not agree. <laughs> just hands down. Like, I, I need to be doing something to make sure I can live. I don't need my kids taking care of me. I, right. I don't want that. Oh, well. I want my kids, once I get to a certain age, they're going to be taking care of me. I want my kids taking care of me. I'm going to be 80 running laps around my grandkids and my nephews. Like, like look at y'all. That's Man, right. Y'all call yourself in shape. Like, right. I'm going to be that guy. That's right. <laughs> and you're going to be an example to the kids around you. Yeah, whether, whether it's yours, nieces, nephews, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. My, my grandfather worked out. He's the reason I got into fitness. He built a gym in his basement. And that's what he worked out on every single day. He's, you know, God bless him. He's 80, you know, he's mid eighties, still living independently fully. My mother said the same thing. She goes, the day you have to put me in a home or you have to take me in, she goes, just put me out to pasture. I'm out, you know, and she works very hard to stay. So I, you know, the point is I, I'm fortunate that I have that example in front of me. When I had kids, 
what changed wasn't, I was already in fitness. It wasn't that I wasn't doing healthy things. What changed was the reason behind it. I, my, in my mind, as a parent, I have an obligation to show my kids the way. I can't tell them because you know what? Kids do not listen by hearing. <laughs> Just like adults really don't either. It's, it's kind of human nature, but especially kids, you eat your vegetables, but I'm going to eat this junk. You go work out. You have to play a sport, but you never see mommy or daddy exercise ever. Oh. They, are, they are going to follow your example. They are never going to follow your words. Right. Does just does not happen that way. The rare, rare, very, you know? very rare. You know, so I in my mind, there's an obligation. So, you know, going back to your point about you hearing it as an excuse sometimes about well, my kids, I got to take care of them first. Do take care of them, but also take care of them by taking care of yourself, both because you physically need to, and because their future habits depend on what they see in you. And and oh, and then. What really gets me when I see some of my people who I know were in great shape, like especially when they were in high school, like athletes and all that. And then I see them and then I'll be like, what happened? Because now you have kids and I'm saying to myself, you're supposed to be the example. You're, you're telling about what you used to do in the past and how you used to look and trying to inspire them. Looking the way you look, I, I know this bit of a challenge because I'm saying to myself, especially some of the ones I mean, superstars, and I'm seeing them just, and like I said, you know, life happens. I, I don't know what got them to that point, right. but it's like, like you say, you being that example, I, I just know with me when I have a kid, when I decide to have a kid or kids, I'm going to make sure that, look, daddy still looks like he can still play. That's right. We don't want to. We don't want to mess now. Overall, you still ain't going to mess. If I was overweight or not, you, you ain't going to beat my kids. ain't going to beat me up. But just seeing it, and they're going to be like, okay. And especially if they're playing a sport or whatever it is, like, daddy go out here and do at least seven minutes of something every day. Dad, dad at least mows the yard while he's mowing the yard. He'll stop and pop a jump squats right quick. You know, it looked kind of crazy, but <laughs> that's right. Like, that's right. Let me go out there. Maybe this might help me with my football or something. Like they'll do something. They'll understand that I need to do something to yes. be better or whatever it is that I'm going towards. Yes. And crazy or not, not only are you being a good influence to your kids in that in that lawnmower example, your neighbors see it. The people you don't realize are looking. Everyone is learning from you, even if they think it's crazy at first. Eventually, they're going to come saying, "Wait a minute, something Wait. you're doing is working. I got to I got to see it." They're gonna, see, That's right. they're gonna see the transformation. Like it, That's right. you'll have no choice because you're doing it. And it's That's gonna right. show. That's right. Crazy isn't so crazy, but it works. <laughs> it works. It works. That's all to it. So you, you gotta get a little, get that little crazy back in and do something. And you don't have to do the type of workouts that we do. And I, that's another thing. Right. People think that they gotta be in the gym. They gotta, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do it. No, go bike riding. That's right. You know. Do some stretching, like do something, just do something yes. to get that body, to get yourself refreshed, re-energized to continue to do the necessary things that you need to do. Yes. Yes. I, physiologically, your body is made to move. It's made to move. It's made to move. It is only healthy when it moves. It only, your immune system only works through movement, through circulation, through nutrient transferring. This is how it's like a car engine. If you don't drive it, the engine does not, does not get recharged. It is literally the same thing. So if, move because that's, that's, that's all you got. That's it. You need, you need to move because if you stop moving, just like with the car, it, it'll stop. If you leave that car there for about two, three weeks and not at least cut on the engine, it's probably not going to start. It's not going to start. And you got to restart it. It's going to be real hard. Just like, just like, <laughs> just like we take real long breaks from moving. Don't do it to yourself. If you, if you do what Tony says, that's right. <laughs> please, if you know for a fact, if you have never done nothing and you're 40, 50 years old, it's going to take a little time. You, I, I cannot give you a quick fix in seven days. For what you have done for the past 20 to 30 years of the same habits, I cannot fix in seven days. Right. Please get that out y'all mind. Y'all want these quick fix? 
I listen, I'm all about whatever you want to do. You want to have surgery, you want to do all that. That's perfectly fine, but you're still going to have to do something because you're going to have to keep continuing to go back to get that surgery if you're not doing anything. Right. That's so absolutely right. If you're not starting the habits of at least doing something to take care of that, what makes me think your as soon as you see that fix, you ain't doing jack because you you weren't doing jack from the beginning. That's right. Because I had so I had one of my friends <clears throat> try to convince me she was gone. Oh, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna this and I, I said, well, at least start before you do it. And I, I told her you don't need to have the surgery, but if you're gonna go ahead and do it, start doing something now. Yes. Man, man please. She had that <laughs> she got that surgery. Well, look, please, surgery, who work out who? Man, please. And then before you know it, right back to square one. And I'm just like, I told you. I, I'm saying to my head, I'm not saying it to her, but I'm just like, you wasted all of that money when you could have used that money to just take a little time to build it up, but don't don't nobody want to do that. And nobody never wants to put in the work. Right. But you'll put in work for certain things though. Yes. That you won't. Yes. But I tell people, but you need your body to do it. Yes. You need gas to drive the car. There's no way I can't put water in the tank of my car and drive. Right. It's just that simple. And this is why I say a lot of people take care of their cars more than they take care of their bodies. They'll go wash it, vacuum it up. Oil change. Oh, we need brakes. Oh, oh, let's go change the brakes. Like you'll you'll do that in quick and heartbeat. You'll spend money on all of that, but won't spend or invest money into your own body. That's right. That's as you alive right now. That you're moving with. Just don't make no sense to me. No, no, <laughs> it absolutely doesn't. And and your your body has just as many check engine signals. We oh. just don't. We just don't. Either we ignore them. Or we're not aware of them. If we could just listen a little more to our bodies, the signals are there. Are you tired every day? Check engine light. Check engine light. Is, is your body always tight? Check engine light. Your memory going bad? Might not be a disease. Might be that you're literally too exhausted phys- physically inside that your brain's cognitively not working right. Mm-hmm. And study after study has shown for people that don't want to spend money on fitness because they don't want to spend the money, the cost of healthcare later in life far exceed the money, the investment in yourself you could have put in. And it's the same thing as, again, I love your car analogy because you're absolutely right. It's the same thing of if I upkeep my car financially throughout the way, that's still way cheaper than me buying a brand new car later. If we upkeep our body financially, minimal investment, buy healthier food, spend a little time on your fitness, stuff like that, you will save money on the back end of trying to buy yourself a new body through the healthcare system. Right. Spend the time to, and the time is going to go by either way. Either way. Time passes. I, I don't have a pause button. You don't have a pause button. I can't stop it. So can't stop it. That's why you either do it. You either intentionally going to do it or you're not. Cause that's right. you make the effort. You can do it. I believe if you're taking care of your kids, if you got a job, if you're doing anything productive, you can do it. There's no, I can't do it. I, yes, you can. You're telling yourself you can't do it. Like, that's right. Uh, I'm sorry. Like that, that excuse. I, I'm so over that excuse. <laughs> yes. Well, and if you convince yourself you can't, you can convince yourself you can. And that, and that might be the takeaway from our conversation today is yes. act it into reality, uh, into, into fruition, speak it into fruition, and, and, and everything else will follow. Absolutely. So, Tony, let me ask you, where, what's next? You know, in terms of, from a, from a career standpoint, from a helping people standpoint, which is what you're good at, where where is where's TTF going? Well, I mean, we 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 just taking all genres. We we going into little TV, you know. We going to the fitness world. So you know, just got a different few projects that um that I'm just just very grateful for. Um, just to cool. be able to share with the fitness movement and having the opportunity to be on TV really, really helped me, you know, get the message out there of what the TTF movement is all about. So we're jumping into a little everything, man, modeling, you know, a little acting. So, uh, and at the same time, you know, just going around, you know, different uh, cities, you know, to do group fitness and just cool. let it, you know, come out just to have fun, just bring that energy. Cool. So we, 
We're doing some things over here, Mike. Well, well we're we're going to be following along, and I'm and I'm going to see where you go from a health and fitness side. But before we wrap up, I can't let you get away with ending this conversation without talking about reality TV. <laughs> it may not fit the exact topic we're in, <laughs> okay. but I but I think it's fascinating, so I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. You're also a celebrity status <laughs> uh, on the reality TV show side. So uh, I briefly, you know, if you want, you know. What, what was that like? How did the opportunity come up? What was the show? You know, tell, tell me about it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, um, for those who don't know, I was actually... <laughs> I love it. I do. ...on a dating show called Ready to Love um, on the Oprah Winfrey Network. And um, it was uh, 10 guys, 10 girls um, connecting to see if they could possibly, um, you know, find love. And uh, I made it all the way to the end. You know, I made, made a connection. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, however, though, just uh, being on the show uh, and just seeing what that industry is all about was uh, a great experience. Um, I wouldn't trade it because, uh, for the world of what I learned just from that time. Because <laughs> yeah. um, TV is something else. And especially when you don't know the final outcomes of the final takes and you're literally watching every Friday, what are they going to put on there? Because there was so much film taped that they literally could have did like two hour episodes um for each one so it was a great experience man got to like i said uh connected with a lot of a lot of people great people on there, a lot of successful people that i was able to meet and connect with and uh just the opportunities that have just come along i mean that just been absolutely just mind-blowing of you know what's been happening so i'm very very grateful for it and i'm just excited to see what's in store next. Very cool. Well, you know, that was another thing you and I talked about. It's just sometimes do things just because you get to meet new people. Yes. And, and and for, I know you agree, you know, for me, it's, that's enough of a reason to do things sometimes. Just, you just never know. You never know. You never know. And forget about oppor- like opportunities are, are one thing and that's great. And then hopefully, you know, we all grow together, but it's also just, I might just meet another good person. Right. And, and I can't, I don't have an end limit for that. I don't have a cap of yes. that, of, of good people that I want to have a, a direct yes. connection with, you know, I, yeah. after today, I I'll text Tony, you know, yes. and, I, and I, and I know I will, because I've met a good person that, you know, I, it's a good energy that why wouldn't I want to keep that around? You know? So I, I think that's, I like your perspective in life in general, but I love that every opportunity you've talked about today has all come with the fact that you, you've gotten some out of it, even if it maybe seemed negative on paper or was, or seemed useless or pointless. You always come out with a positive man, which I love. Yeah, but well, I, I, I thank you. And I love, you know, meeting people as yourself who have the same energy, you know what I'm saying? Just the same mindset and just realizing that, you know, I really am attracting that because that's what I want. And I want to keep expressing that and keep sharing, like, you know, being on this podcast, just like right now, you know, I'm on my IG, my Facebook, just like, you know what, let's, let's keep putting it out there. I, I need everybody to get that energy because there's already enough negative stuff going on. They, they stay with something negative on TV. Just to the point, I I don't even watch TV like that because it's just so much negative. People have to tell me what's going on out there in the world per se, because I I just, it's just too much. So um, yeah, I'm I'm all about that, man. Love and peace, man. Come on. Love and peace, baby. I'm with you. I want to share a quick story about the podcast before we wrap up. Okay. True story is I, I probably get, I don't know, five or maybe five or six requests a week. Okay. Mostly on LinkedIn, people find me, oh, hey, I think I have a good guest for you. I have a good guest for you, good guest for you. I, I probably ignore more of those than I even entertain. Mm. What, what changed me of yours, what, I always look into them. You know, I, I, I do my homework. The topic might be okay, but it's the feeling of the person that gets me to, react, gets me to reach out to somebody or respond to someone that I didn't personally go try to get. And that's, and that's why you were one of the few that I actually responded to when, uh, for the type of request that came through was because when I looked you up, it was the type of person you are. You're doing great work anyway. Your mindset is good. All that happened to come, but it was the fact that you're someone I wanted to meet and get to know. That's what got you on here. So I want you to know that, that your, your message, your virtual message does exactly what you're trying to get it to accomplish. So I thought you should know that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, well, Tony, without, without further ado, I think it's time to, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, how can my listeners find you? 
Well, you can find me at Tony, Tony, T-O-N-I-N-G, Tony, T-O-N-Y, uh, the TTF movement as well, Facebook, Instagram, that's about it. You can find me on LinkedIn too, same thing, Tony Stubbs. Yeah, just follow me, follow me. I, I stay giving some tips, going live, you know, keeping the energy, keeping the positive light. So follow me, you'll get some great stuff. Very cool. Well, if you're, if you're if you're driving and you can't write that down, go to the website. I'll have all those plugs on the uh, lifestylesmedicinepodcast.com website. To your listeners listening live, nice to meet you. <laughs> and this episode will probably go up within the next three to four weeks. So okay. for those that are going to be looking out for it, three to four weeks. But uh, for everyone else that's listening live, obviously it's already up for you and hope you enjoyed. Any questions, reach out to me, but especially re- reach out to Tony. Well, my Tony. Name, I appreciate you again, man. I, I'm very uh-huh. grateful to be on the show, man. You, you're you doing awesome work over there. It's steadily inspiring people. And I, I appreciate that, what you're doing. And keep doing this podcast, man. I know you're reaching out to a lot of people and helping a lot of people with this. So I'm grateful just to be a, have a piece, just to be a part of this, man. Uh, well, it's automatically a big piece. I appreciate you saying that. And I really do appreciate your time. And I'm glad, I'm glad you reached out. It worked out real well. Stick around. And uh, everyone else, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyle as Medicine podcast. Find more episodes like this at www.lifestyleasmedicinepodcast.com and visit www.marhealthandperformance.com and at marhealthandperformance on both Facebook and Instagram for more great content and information about programs. Have a great day. See you next time.